Ispal has been with Art the CEO for seven months. We speak to Mr. Khaled Kachalia, the Shadow Minister for Public Enterprise, Alpha D. Hey. Welcome, sir. Thank you. What has caused this today? Well, that's a question which the minister, Minister Praveen Gordon, has to answer. Uh, effectively, the minister and the board which he controlled at the time fired Mr. Dereta. And subsequently, and that took some time, he, play, he put into place a acting CEO. And as you rightly say, that has been seven months ago. And given that ESCOM is in a very difficult position, which imperils the economy and livelihoods in this country of ours, uh, it is untenable that this situation has to take this amount of time. Mr. Gordon has, at the 11th hour, received seven months later uh, recommendations from the board that he appointed. And he has kicked that down the road as well. Now, one can only infer from this that he is looking for somebody who meets his specifications, not the board's specifications, his specifications. And what are his specifications? The ANC government in the past has put in place CEOs who have been frankly disastrous and brought us to this particular state that ESCOM is in now. You can go back and look at the history of Brian Mulefe or Marcello Coco, for example, and you will get uh, a little bit of a horror story. Now, what is the minister up to? Who is he looking for? And why is he kicking this down the road? We need to understand that, and he needs to answer those questions. Now, how does he answer those questions? He, he should say, in terms of process, this is the kind of person I'm looking for. The names that have been provided to me do not meet those specifications in this particular way. These are the gaps. These are the people I'm looking for. And then say, how long is it going to take to go through the processes of earmarking other people, getting the board's approval, having them deliver those names or that particular name to him again, and then for him to say, ah, this suits me. We, don't, we need to understand this. This is all happening while the lights are dimming. Now, uh, you know, to coin a phrase, Mr. Gordon must get a life. What can you tell us about the candidates that were in the running for CEO? The candidates, as I understand it, uh, uh, who, who were in the running and whose names were, were put forward, were seasoned professionals who had come by and large, who had grown up in the ranks in ESCOM, who had uh, experience in particular areas, uh, some more, some less, uh, and they appeared within that particular framework to be the best of the bunch. Whether they looked outside ESCOM properly is another matter. I have 
for a very long time said that given the state that we're in in ESCOM and the state that ESCOM finds itself, we need to be looking for, as it were, the redder day of the electricity business, a world-reckoned expert who can come in and fix this mess. Now, what is that? what that person is going to look like, how much that person is going to cost, whether that person is willing to take it on under the circumstances which have predated him, particularly with reference to the removal of Mr. Uh, the Rater in the fashion that he was treated, is another matter altogether. But let's see. While we wait, we are in darkness. Do we know who the front runner was, the one recommended to Minister Gordon? I, I have no information to that uh, in in that particular regard. Uh, uh, but uh, he should con- come clean and say, as I've said, uh, I've been recommended this person is the front runner. This person does not meet my requirements in this particular way. He falls, he or she falls short in this particular regard. So then we know. When he finds somebody, we can look at the areas that he said the previous person that was presented to him fell short on, and we can see that in terms of that person's track record and history and CV, whether that person fulfills those particular requirements. Otherwise, we're all batting in the dark here. So does this development mean that the minister does not trust the ESCOM board to be able to recommend a suitable CEO? Well, on the face of it, it seems to be the case. I don't know. Uh, you know, these are representatives on the board that the minister himself vetted and and uh, and appointed. These are people whom he whom he trusts. the 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 chairman of the board is 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 an old acolyte of of the minister. Has put him in places in the past, all over the show to do uh, to do business on his behalf. He's put him now in a very important position, but he doesn't value what he says. We need to know why. Uh, does any of the known candidates have the qualifications to do a good job? Well, Mr. Valipadiachi seems to be a sensible candidate, but I don't know whether he has the backbone to stand up to the minister. It's not just a question of having the expertise to do so. It's a question of being able to stand up to political interference and to say thus far and no further because I want to implement what is right and what I've been hired to do on these lines for these reasons. Now, when we had a CEO who did that seven months ago, <laughs> he got shown the door effectively. And his life, and his life by the way, <laughs> Do you think there are many people who would be keen to take on this job after what happened to Andre? Well, it's a hospital pass of note, and uh, and people uh, would be very circumspect about taking it on. However, they would be properly remunerated, I presume. The money is 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 not inconsiderable, uh, and if they were able to say, in order to do my job. I need the, these particular assurances that these things will not stand in my way and that I have a clear line of sight to the board and that I will be able, we together will be able to fashion the future 
of this entity in a proper way, which is what I have been tasked with. Now, those qualities don't come easily. Uh, you 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 need to be you need to have uh, nerves, shall I say, rather than the other word of steel. If you could pick a candidate, who would it be? No, no, I'm not going to. I'm, I, I, I have not been able to, 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 to identify, to look, to vet, and to see who those candidates, in amongst those candidates, who stands out. I haven't even been able to, because it's not my job and my and my remit to look internationally or or nationally and say uh, who else may may take on that role. What I do know is that we're not short of expertise in this country. There are many experts. Uh, internationally, there are many experts. The, as I say, uh, in terms, if it was a straightforward remit and saying, this is what you need to do, this is the remuneration, this is your task, this is, uh, this is your mandate, and you can do this in an unfettered way, I think many people would raise their hand. And provided that uh, the various uh, 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 conditions were met, and there would have to be conditions, conditions around securities, conditions around non-interference, condition around governance, uh, all sorts of, of of matters of that of that like. Uh, but uh, if that was in place, and that's a big if, then someone may be persuaded to take this job on. Without those things in place. It's a tall order. Thank you. That was Mr. Khaled Kachalia, the Democratic Alliance's Shadow Minister of Public Enterprises, speaking to business about the delay in the appointment of a new CEO for ESCOM seven months after Andre de Reiter was relieved of peace. Thank you. Thank you, sir.